What's going on, brothers, man? I'm coming to y'all on, you know, the, I don't want any negative connotations to come from this or anything like that, but I am kind of coming to y'all from, like, a, I guess, you know, one of the lower ends uh, of what I do, uh, particularly, you know, this hobby, my podcast, right? Um, you know, coming soon, I think within probably about two months, uh, you know, I'm getting the, the computer, I'm actually just scrapping it and getting a new one as of like this week but I probably really really want to get down to my editing software all the shit I may need for my computer before I kick the YouTube channel off so that shit is still coming soon pending you know what I'm saying but uh I I got a dead a series I got a dead one I I dead in car cast just because why I, I do every fucking episode for my damn car anyway but you know, I had to let that one go, and sad to say, and again, I, I I will always speak from the identity and the experience of a black man, but I've said it many times, a lot of brothers just can't, and, and this isn't, you know, I'm not dead, I'm not getting rid of this series because of any, you know, response, because I barely get any responses, I've had a couple, you know, comments and shit on the, uh, on the on the app, if you will, the Anchor app, but you know what I'm saying. I gotta go ahead and dead this series because I mainly come from the standpoint of a man. I I I hate to say that I borrow from feminism, but I legit I'm gonna borrow from feminism, particularly black feminism. You you look at the majority of these black women; they're gonna identify as as women first, and they will identify as black first only when it comes to needs. So, a great example of that is a lot of black women will be pro-black for their benefit. You know, I need this. Black men need to do that. Community needs to do this. Somebody needs to give me that. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's like... no. You notice the most motherfucking time motherfuckers want to pull your identity is when they need something from you. It's not like... You ain't never seen nobody. Like, y'all... I hate to be emotional, but y'all, black folk, have y'all ever seen anybody identify you as whatever the fuck? You could be gay, black, whatever, right? Whatever you are, individually... Nobody's ever called your identity into question and been like, if you're this, then I'm going to give you something or I'm going to help you or I'm going to give you an opportunity. Never happened in my fucking life. And I, I would wager most of you brothers or anybody listening can probably make that same claim. But all those things said, you got to give, you know, this idea a, ch- a try. And again, I mentioned in the description of this episode, you know, Unfortunately, with a lot of black folk, we just we can't even come to the 50% rule. The, the black community is sadly a hive mind. It exists in a monolithic, monolithic thought. You know, black people come in a lot of different shades. I've, I've met people that I didn't know, I had no idea were like part black. You know, a lot of mixed people identify as black first, or particularly their race to them is black, not mixed. There are a lot of light-skinned folk, dark-skinned folk, there's caramel, dark, you know, the albino black folk, there's uh, black folk in, in India that identify as, like, black, but, yeah, but them Indians is dark shit, like, India, India, like, not, not Indians, right, like, not Native Americans, but, you know, Dominicans, Spanish-speaking blacks, Russian blacks, British blacks, American blacks, Canadian blacks, well, particularly a lot of Latin American blacks, now Mexico, and Ecuador and Panama, you know what I'm saying? But all that, all that being said, right? You know, there's so many different. Africa, obviously the motherland, obviously Africa, and then 
a lot of a black lineage in Europe uh, that runs back further than black folk in America. Like their people, they're particularly like French. There are French black folks that have two or three hundred years of history in France or lineage, if you will. And the reason I'm saying all this is because we exist on more, so many more levels than just America. But yet, most American black folks have this mentality that they're the only black folks that ever existed in the world. They're the only black folks that have ever had a hardship. They're the only black folks whose ancestors have gone through something. And it's like, there's too much ignorance in that. And again, what I put in the description stands true. I still have 51%. And I, I hold that with everybody. I mean, that's where the one place I, that you could have equality, and that's psychological and spiritual equality. As far as my energy, my being, my spirit, I'm always going to be on that, like, majority agreement. And even if I have a majority disagreement with somebody, I can politely disagree with a motherfucker and be like, you know, maybe there's some small area we could be cool with. 51% is like, the 51% rule applies to, like, you know, I will ultimately throw all my support behind this motherfucker and go to bat for him. But in general, I can live I can level with a uber liberal socialist person. I can level even with a racist, like a white racist. I can level with that motherfucker and find some place where we agree and then we can at least have a halfway decent human interaction and then go our separate fucking ways, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just me, right? Um But the reason, again, why, why I'm kind of dead in this, like I said, I got a dead in the series because, you know, I just got a lot on my plate as far as this goes. The YouTube channel coming up. I actually had a blog site I started that I kind of sort of abandoned. Um, I may get back on that, I may not. We'll see what happens. Like I said, let, let me get this computer game going. Give me a couple of months. Shoot a couple of trial videos. Edit them. See how I feel about them. I'm not going to put no bullshit out. So, you know, so. But all that being said. This isn't any particular insult to our brothers. I ain't going to not stop supporting y'all or talking about our issues or anything like that. But I got to I gotta come to the conclusion that, you know, there is no, you can't save a community. You can't. And the, the, the description of the episode holds true. And it holds true to this podcast. Lil Wayne has stated it as a rapper as far as, and many people have stated it. Uh, fighters have—I've known pro athletes that have said this. I've known uh, scholars and ac- intellectuals and academics who have held this stance. And that's—you know—I may not be able to help a ton of people or save the world or do any of these things that these great aspirations that people have. But what I can do is maybe make a change in one person's life. Maybe help one person. Because if you can change one life, you can change the world. Because it just needs to be across the board. And what I mean by that is, if every day one brother woke up and made a change for himself and for somebody in his life, and then another brother, you know, if it just happened to work like a like a pebble in the water, or like the butterfly effect, the butterfly effect, excuse me, with the lisp there, you know what I'm saying? Small changes help one person. I'm particularly against helping single mothers, but. By all means, you want to help the little boys, provide a mentor, provide a mentor, male mentorship particularly. That is so vital. And 
I want to talk about myself for a second. I, I know, I know. Fuck that nigga. He talking about something. No, just kidding, right? But let me, like, well, I want to get y'all a point of contention where I have got pretty much my male leadership having come from a single mother home, all that other regular bullshit that us that we just have to experience as black American men. But um, you know, I'm not like a. I didn't grow up a bitch. I wasn't whiny. I wasn't emotional. I wasn't a. Thug. I wasn't trying to thug. I wasn't running around making babies with random bitches and shit. I wasn't doing all that hood shit. Like, and I have to contribute the fact that I made sound decisions early in my life. Now, I've done stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. But I made a lot of sound decisions early in my life because I had I had some strong male male role models, uh, particularly in my school and my coaches. And it is so vital the impact that you can you can have, particularly like here, here are some vital years where a lot of people just say fuck their kids. They they want a lot of parents get burned out from dealing with the toddler and the infant stage and the early child stage when they're bouncing off the fucking walls from like ages like three to like ten or eleven, right? When your kid gets a little bit of independent, the more more independent, a lot of parents go hands off and. While you don't have to watch your child hardcore like that no more, the the psychological parenting it's lacking, and especially in the black community. A lot of black women, like my mom, she did this shit, and I tell y'all about her all the fucking time. And again, I'm not up here hating on her. I'm trying to say I'm going to use her mistakes as shit not to do when I'm parenting. And if there's something that I can take from her as a positive, I will turn, no, that I, from her as a positive, that can turn the negative into a positive. And not do that shit with my kids. But basically, you know, the whole, it's a female, it's a female nature thing, so I can't really hold it too much against it, but the whole utilizing, you know, my fucking, basically making u- utility, utilize. To use a male to get provided for. That is a, that is female nature, one-on-one. That's what women are doing with the government. That's why there's a fucking welfare state. Which, you know, I'm not going to argue about or against right now. This isn't about politics. But what I didn't get was from her was leadership, uh, guidance, especially at those, at those vital years from like 12 to like 18. Those six, those six years are as important as the or if not more than the fucking previous years of when you're, she was on your ass 24-7. Parents be on your ass, ready to beat your ass for every little stupid thing you do wrong. It's very easy to bring home straight A's. Because that's what happened with me. I was straight A's until high school. And then all of a sudden I fell off. Now, I still passed. I still graduated. I got, got out of high school with fucking B's and C's. You know, B average. But there was a decline there. And I kind of just kind of flew up, flew by the seat of my own pants and went on my own, essentially went my own way, if you will, now the whole intel thing, like I was, and I didn't, I was, you know, considering my age, I wasn't on fucking Reddit and all that shit, bitching about it, I identify as an intel, I was just a regular ass guy, non-thug black male who just couldn't get laid back in them days, and like I told you, I didn't start having bitches throw themselves at me until I got money, and even that is superficial when you think about it, when I broke it down, I really look back on it, like, the fact that that people are trying to tie, and this is some more, some more male shit, but and this is why I can't like this is another thing with you know me ending the PSA for brothers series is like brothers will never black men y'all will never ever 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 
ever. Get away from the thinking that you, your masculinity and manhood are tied to getting pussy. That is like to separate black men from the addiction to pussy. Because that's what it is. It's addiction. And you have no control over yourself. Black men make, out of all the races of men, black men will do the stupidest shit for fucking pussy. The dumbest shit. They will fuck their whole lives up. I've seen motherfuckers throw away potential NBA careers, potential NFL careers, potential Major League Baseball careers, college. I've seen niggas, I'm sorry, brothers, men, black men, walk away from scholarships over ratchet pussy. (coughs) And I've seen shit worse than that. I've seen a nigga quit, or I'm sorry, I've seen a brother quit a job to move in with a single mother. (coughs) And raise her fucking shit. Check out four kids. Brother quit a five-figure, or I'm sorry, yeah, a high five-figure job. So no, oh, five figures ain't really all that. The man was making about 60k, 65. That's nothing. That's decent money. Let's let's be real. Walk away from that shit because he had one of them career black women, you know, quote unquote, educated black women who had four kids. But because she had this high-end government job and benefits and shit, she's like, you can babysit my kids and be my man and blah 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 blah. <clears throat> so he threw all that shit away for a single mother who was creeping on him. Got pregnant by another dude while she was in a relationship with him. Cooked him to that fucking other dude's baby while she cheated. While he's at home being a house husband. Like stupid shit. And these men, you know, you ask the average black man. To them, that's a man. A dude who may get a doll or supplement women with some type of toy and... I'm not saying porn addiction, please don't, please don't be a fucking porn addict, but if you have an artificial way to supplement a woman, subvert this, we do have a high sex drive, probably higher than any other race of men, subvert our black male sex drives artificially, so you can stay on your grind and your fucking purpose, and not make stupid decisions over pussy, you're not going to convince me that a man who stays on his grind is less of a man than a dude who will subvert all of that shit just to get some ass. Like, and since most black men can't get away from that line of thinking, you can't really save most black men. 99%. You can't save them, unfortunately. And I'm sorry. I really am. Again, your goal, my goal, is just to help one. Now, if I can help one young black male make better decisions than that, and to focus on his academics, because I've run into brothers like me. I've run into the 13-year-old version of me walking around Chicago, which I'm my hometown, right? I visit every now and then, but I just don't announce it because I don't need anybody who may hear this podcast who have listened to it and got triggered because I said some shit they don't like. I don't need motherfuckers running up on me trying no shit. I'm not trying to get no smoke. I don't want no smoke. I don't carry, you know what I'm saying? I don't carry my shit just for fucking decoration. So, whatever. And it's legal, so please believe but, again, I've seen, like, I had, you know, I got little nieces and cousins and shit to be having science fairs. And I remember I went to a science fair in, uh, on the north side of Chicago with my little, my cousin, right, was having. And my cousin is a, you know, a little smart, little uh, typical, typical black female. She's being educated very well. She wants to go to college. She's being, she's being pushed into her goals and her aspirations. And I remember when I saw at the science fair, there was a couple of little black boys who were, like, very intelligent. They, they were, like, 12-year-olds that did, uh fucking presentations on like quantum physics and, and inertia not, not, not inertia but like 
very convoluted subjects. Shit that I don't know shit about. Like I said, quantum physics and Sir Isaac Newton's first three experiments and the, you know, gravity experiment. Shit like that. Like literally recreating the Sir Isaac Newton experiment. Uh, like a 3D model of this one little black boy had. I remember the one little black boy in particular. It was a little nerdy dude, right? And I remember I, I looked at his display and I was impressed with the art. Like he literally recreated a 3D replica of the Sir Isaac Newton Apple, you know, discovery of gravity thing. And I'm like, man, this is dope. And I just like through my ear because I just I like to people listen. It's not I'm not a people watcher, but I just like to listen. And this young man had got was I just heard him get roasted by you know his classmates and they were talking about oh he, there was some dance coming up for their school and he wasn't going because he don't get no girls and all that shit. And I'm like, this young man is smart, artistic. And I'm not kidding, I'm not, again, I'm not on no R. Kelly pedophile Michael Jackson shit when I'm talking about staring at no kid, but I'm talking about the, the life. I'm talking about I saw how, how much of myself I saw in that kid. You know, at 12, he's being beaten and berated for being smart. This black community is so cancerous with this shit, and the, the vast majority of black men will, will go along with that thought process. They're like, fuck that. What you doing with all this with, with education shit? You better... You know, get some swag, go get some pussy. The vast majority of black men think like that. And again, the 51% rule still applies. I got much love. I will support the fuck out of black men, their businesses, all that shit. But I just like, as far as advice and doing shows geared towards brothers and all that shit, I I love y'all, but I'm out. I'm sorry. Now, I will always speak from the black experience like I always, like I just said, but... It's that, that line of thinking. Because you know what that ha- I see what's going to happen with young men like that, or any young man that may be socially awkward, but he's got a grind. He's got a passion. He's good at whatever, some particular subject, science, whatever, right? He's going to eventually abandon that and either A, learn swag and all that other shit, go start chasing bitches and get caught up, or completely, walk, you know what I'm saying? At some point, he may be, because we are human social animals, a lot of people, a lot of young men, myself is one of them, will trade that academic intelligence in for social cred, if you will. Trying to get swag, trying to get pussy, doing stupid shit. I was stealing and got into the, well, not really, dipped, let's just say I dipped my toes in the fucking drug game, all for social validation. Fucked up my academics, all of that shit, over some ass. Over some raggedy ratchet booty. Most of the chicks I messed with were like single mothers. And it just wasn't worth it. I should have just kept my fucking V-card, stayed on my fucking grind. But, you know, a lot of it is our sex drive, and a lot of it is society. It's particularly black society. And black men are not mentoring these young boys to stay on their fucking grind and not worry about pussy until they get older. Now, I get it. Their fucking bodies and our minds, our drives, something inside of us, is going to make us go ape shit. I, like, quote Beyonce, not being racist. Just to get some ass. And I'm like, Why? It ain't worth it. Not if you have to give up your gre- your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. I don't know. Again, this is the last PSA for brothers, and I'm pretty much done here. Um, again, brothers, I love y'all. I don't mean no disrespect. I'm not trying to say nothing. I'm not trying to create no smoke. I don't want no problems. But because of the ir- irrational detachment to female validation, I just don't see any reason in me making any more PSA for brothers. So, again, I will st- still speak from the black experience and all that other shit, so y'all have a good one. I'm out.